0: supposed to be
1: here. I have to be here. I'm
0: sorry, but we don't allow visitors after midnight.
1: You'll allow me.
0: I'll have to tell my boss.
1: Mm, You do that. In my long life, I'd heard of the concept of soulmates. But I had never believed it. Until I met Johnny. Johnny. What I didn't know then,
0: what I know now,
1: is that no matter how long the life, we only have one chance at a perfect love.
0: And in the end,
1: we all have to say goodbye. How did you get in here? Don't you know what time it is? This is a nursing home. The patients need their rest. I don't know how anyone can rest in this place. Even if you get rid of the noise, there's still the stench. This is a very clean place. We work hard. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you do. Uh, you, you can't go in there. That's, that's Mr. Morgan's room. He's very ill. I know. But I need to see him tonight. We are related. Oh, honey, your grandfather's dying. It may be hard to see him in his condition. He's... Not my grandfather. And it is hard. Then... Has he had many guests? Very few, actually. Then what will my visit hurt? As you said, he is dying. Okay, but please don't stress him. I understand. I promise you I won't. Thank you. I'm glad you came. Mr. Morgan is such a nice man. I hate to see anyone die alone. John, my dear, sweet, slow man, lay under the white sheet of the room's only bed. I moved to him and lightly brushed his wrinkled forehead to ease his sleep. I used to do that as we lay together in our feather bed. I would need him to sleep so that I could go out. He never woke while I was gone, not once. Or, at least, he never told me he had. I stared at his face, rough, with old skin and white whiskers. His dear, familiar face. The face I had fallen in love with so long ago.
0: Gone, please. I'm right here, Johnny. Got to find her. Got to... Uh... Johnny. Sh- sh- rest
1: easy. It felt so right to sit beside him again. I wish I had never left. But I did leave. I'd had no choice but our time together was priceless and the memories of every second would be with me for the centuries to come with that I was lucky I could no longer have Johnny but I could always have the memories I was hunting the night we met the spring of 1946 a time of promise and good cheer around the country I had spent the last 30 years before and during the war in St. Louis. But my friends had aged, as always happened, and it was becoming too hard to continue to answer the questions and face the looks. Why did I stay so young? Where were my wrinkles, the extra weight, the gray hair? I had moved on many times in the past, and I would continue to do so. Many times in the future. But it still made me very sad. Leaving friends always did. Leaving was my curse for making mortal friends and enjoying the pleasures of the mortal world. It was a curse I vowed never to inflict on anyone else. In St. Louis, I booked passage under a different name on an old-fashioned Mississippi riverboat. The boat literally reeked of health and good cheer, and I remember that smell drove my hunger. I suppose events could have turned another way, and I could have met Johnny before feeding. But I didn't.
2: Hey, doll. How you doing? Wonderful. Well, I can make uh, wonderful even better if you give me a chance. You can, can you? Sure. I love to help beautiful women. I'm sure you do. And
1: you're about as beautiful as they come. Yeah, I bet you've never used that line before.
2: <laughs> no, you me, moonlight, this part of the deck all to ourselves. You want me to be original, too?
1: Oh, it would be nice for a change. What uh, What's that, doll? I missed that. Actually, this deck isn't private enough. you got something else in mind. My cabin's on the next deck.
2: you got a cabin all to yourself. Uh, I'm sharing a closet with two guys from my former unit. No
1: privacy there. Not enough, if you're uh, thinking what I'm thinking. (laughs) Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Have you ever seen a stateroom? No, not on this ship. You want to see mine? Sure. Of course. You won't remember me.
2: (laughs) Of course not, though.
1: But we'll have fun, eh? Like nothing you've ever had before. Within two minutes, he was asleep in my bed and I was feeding. Drinking light not to hurt him. Yet getting enough of his blood to fill my immediate hunger. When I finished, I brushed over the marks on his neck with a lick so that no sign would show. He thought I was joking when I told him he would not remember. But all of my type had the ability to take a memory and fade it like a song blowing away on a slight breeze. It is one of the many reasons we have been able to remain hidden for so many centuries. After giving him ten minutes to rest, I roused him just enough to walk him up a few decks where I slipped away. I decided that an after-dinner stroll along the moonlit deck would be nice before returning to my cabin. It was the best decision I have ever made. Johnny was leaning against the rail about midship smoking a pipe. Under the silver moon, his Navy officer's white uniform seemed to glow with a light of its own. He was tall, thin, and had an air of sadness and tiredness around him. Yet I was drawn to him like I had never in all the centuries been drawn to another. And when he turned to look at me, I knew I had to be with this man.
3: Beautiful evening, isn't it?
1: Now it is. (laughs) Over the years, Johnny would use that greeting with me hundreds of times. On special occasions. I never grew tired of it. Or of his eyes. Or his laugh. It seemed to come from his soul and fill his very being. He laughed easily and often. That was one of the many things I loved about him.
3: Have you ever seen the shore look so magical? Maybe it's the moonlight.
1: It's beautiful.
3: Would you join me? There's lots of room here at the rail.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Wonderful. We were so well-suited even in the beginning. We were both tired we were both running away him from all the terrible things he had seen in the war me from the life I had to leave because I didn't age we watched the shoreline drift past as both our lives before that moment had done every so often he would break the silence and ask a question of me and I would answer those three days on the riverboat were the best in my life We talked and laughed as if every moment were the most precious we had. Johnny didn't want to talk about the war at all. He wanted to put it behind him. But he did talk about his life, his hopes, and his dreams. And I loved listening.
3: I was born in San Francisco. When I was a kid, I could hardly wait to get out of there, and now I can hardly wait to go back.
1: So why haven't you?
3: I was still on active duty until just last week. The war didn't end on V.J. Day, at least for some of us. I've seen a lot of incredible places and a lot of horrible things. But I've seen enough in the last five years to know that San Francisco's my home.
1: Is your family still there?
3: No, I'm the only one left.
1: Your parents, are they dead?
3: My dad died while I was overseas two years ago. heart attack, they said. My mother, last year...
1: And you were unable to be there for them. Were both deaths sudden?
3: Very sudden. I think my mother died of a broken heart. Her only son overseas, her husband gone. No one left to help her through. She was a good person. It wasn't right that she had to die alone.
1: No one should die alone.
3: What about you? Where's your family?
1: Oh, long gone. I barely remember them. And your home? Originally New York.
3: New York. Great antique stores and wonderful curio shops. I love those places. (laughs) I haven't
1: been there in a long time.
3: Is it traveling?
1: No, just wandering, searching, maybe. Unlike you, I never found my perfect home.
3: You ever been to San Francisco? Ride the cable cars, eat the wonderful food?
1: A long time ago. I'd love to see it again.
3: And I would love to show it to you sometime. Would you like to dance?
1: <laughs> I'd love
0: to. <laughs> we dance for hours.
3: Oh, beautiful! I've never felt like this before. Me either. I would like to go somewhere. For private. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, shall we?
1: And then we went back to my cabin to spend the night together.
3: It's so dark in your cabin. Oh, it's dark outside. Did we sleep through an entire day?
1: Mm, I don't recall sleeping.
3: <laughs> I think I caught a wink or two. docking in Vicksburg in the morning.
1: I wish the boat would slow down so that our time together would last.
3: This time has been unforgettable. I wish it would last as well.
1: At that moment, we both looked at each other again, both afraid to say what we were thinking. The boat had given us three magical days together, but it was just not enough time to build a chance at a future. Time always seemed to be my enemy.
3: <laughs> I have an idea. I'll be right
1: back. Johnny, where, where are you going?
3: Is granted. The boat has slowed.
1: What? How?
3: We won't be docking in Vicksburg tomorrow after all. We'll have the extra day. And what do you say we make the best of it?
1: I don't know how he managed it. And I never really asked what it cost him. But somehow he found a way to delay that boat into Vicksburg by an extra day. A long, wonderful extra day and we both knew our time was precious the lights of the outskirts of Vicksburg were slowly passing the boat in the early evening when the extra day became the most important day of my life come with me he led me to the railing the exact place we had met
3: beautiful night isn't it
1: With you, any night is beautiful.
3: Will you come to San Francisco with me?
0: Marry me.
1: I would love to marry you. More than anything in the world. From that day forward, I called him my slow boat man. And he never seemed to tire of it. Johnny stood in the front foyer of his parents' home. His home. Looking at me, worried about my opinion of the beautiful old Victorian-style house. The place was layered with dust from standing empty since his mother had died. And old furnishings were scattered everywhere. It didn't matter. I knew right at that moment I had found a home.
3: Well... What do you think?
1: (laughs) It's wonderful. It's perfect.
3: Of course, we'll replace the furniture, and it needs paint, but we can have that done before we get married, don't you think? You want to see upstairs?
1: Not so fast. We have the time, my slow boat man. I love it. I've lived a lot of places in my life, but this just might turn out to be the best.
3: I'm glad. I think you want to grow old with me here.
1: I would love to do just that. Of course I hadn't told him I wouldn't grow old But he would I hoped to tell him at some point But the fear of what he would think kept stopping me I wanted to stay with him more than anything I couldn't risk losing him The wedding was small In front of a justice of the peace With just some of Johnny's friends Since I knew no one in San Francisco and his parents were dead, we felt it was better that way.
3: Do you promise to love, honor, and cherish this man till death do you part? I do. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride.
1: I said the words, yet I knew it would be his death that would divide us. But at that moment, I did not care. The happiness, the future, seemed endless. And the words meant more to me than they ever had before.
2: I guess it's uh, my job as best man to think of a toast for the happy couple. Johnny and I go way back, and uh, I'll tell you, I have no idea how he found a woman this beautiful Who is willing to marry him?
3: How does it feel to be Mrs. Morgan?
1: Even better than I I
2: expected. What I am trying to say is long life and happiness to you both.
1: We had our rough moments as well those first years. Moments that helped us grow even closer.
3: What did the doctor say?
1: Johnny had hoped for children. I could not have any and had known that for a century. None of my kind could. Beautiful? So I pretended to make a doctor's appointment. I stood inside the door, and he was at our kitchen table. The look on his face was so hopeful. It broke my heart to tell him. I can't have children. Johnny, I'm so sorry. It's,
3: It's all right. How can it be all right? We have each other still, don't we? We do. And we're just going to have to go through this life together. Just the two of us.
1: Oh, Johnny. It was not until that moment that I realized how much I wanted to have children. With the right man. And Johnny was the right man in every way. And it was wonderful to be together, just the two of us.
3: I know the neighborhood's not great, and the building needs repair.
1: Even though Johnny's parents had left him more than enough money to be comfortable, and I had money I kept with me when moving from life to life, we decided we wanted to work.
3: But there's a lot of foot traffic, and there's a trolley stop right here, with the right kind of advertising...
1: And work together.
3: we ...will be a destination shop. And we'll get just enough walk-ins for word of mouth. What do you think?
1: I think it's perfect. We started a small import retail shop just a few blocks from our home. And traveled all over the world together four or five times a year looking for special merchandise.
3: That's from Paris. We found it near the Champs-Elysées.
1: Johnny had a gift for spotting just the right unusual object.
3: See that little rose tinge? That's part of the artist's signature style.
1: And bargaining the owner down to a decent price
3: but I told the saleswoman I'd pay a third of the price. She tried to argue, but I held firm. To I
1: point. had a gift for display and doing the accounting.
3: That lamp? Believe it or not, we found that
0: in New York.
1: And <laughs> we were a perfect team. And on one trip to New York, I actually showed him where I was born. A little brownstone down in the village. Of course, I didn't tell him the date of my birth. Over 130 years before...
3: You miss it here?
1: I miss being a child sometimes. The freedom and innocence that comes with that. Why?
3: I I thought our life was pretty darn good.
1: (laughs) Of course it is. When I was a child, I didn't know about war, about death, about any of the problems of the world.
3: And you didn't know about love either, did you?
1: (laughs) No. I didn't. But I'm glad I do now. I wish right then I would have told him the truth. I wish I had told him about how I was taken by a vampire on my 30th birthday. Just around the corner from my old home. What are you doing? How that vampire had grown fond of me.
0: Consider this a birthday gift.
1: Had turned me into one of his kind. Gift?
3: You'll see things that you've never dreamed of. Live longer than you ever would have. Your life will be richer than you ever could have imagined.
1: But as always during those years, I was afraid of losing Johnny. I had known for years that the day of leaving was coming. In the entire time we were together, I thought of telling him about my true nature but not once could I overcome the fear. I thought if he knew, he would hate me, fight me, maybe even try to kill me. And the thought of Johnny hating me was something I could not stand. But my biggest fear was that he would never be able to stand my youth as he aged. Johnny, look at you. So distinguished. I never thought silver hair was so sexy. Glad
3: my wife still thinks so.
1: (laughs) He'll always be gorgeous to me. And what's your secret? You've worked the same since I've known (laughs) Um, luck and good hair coloring.
2: Hey, you two. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. John, what did you give her this year, the fountain of youth?
3: I wish I had, then I could ask her to share it.
2: <laughs> you look lovely as always, darling.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
3: Did you see that one beautiful? No. Hi! Hi! Hey, you two, where are you going?
0: Oh, you can see the fireworks better over
1: there. Why don't you join us?
3: No, we're doing just fine here.
1: Okay. John and married? No, they've been married for years. I wonder how she does it. You know she doesn't look a day over 30.
0: Good Lord, John! John Morgan, remember me?
3: Mitch Hazlitt? I've never seen you out of uniform. I'm surprised you even
2: recognize me. What's it been? Twenty years? Damn near. And I don't usually come to places like this, but the wife said since we were in San Francisco, we had to try the clubs. I haven't met your wife. She's around somewhere. Uh, Was that your daughter I saw in your arm a moment ago?
3: No, that was my wife. Beautiful. Come here. There's someone I'd like you to meet. Ah, John, I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. It seems it's been happening a lot lately. What happened? Nothing. Beautiful, I'd like you to meet Mitch Hazlitt. We served together in the war. The last time I saw him was in Berlin. It was about three weeks before...
1: Three nights later, while in our office, I found a book on the supernatural tucked in his desk. A well-read book. It panicked me. So instead of telling him then, I decided I could wait no longer. I had to go that night. And I did. After he fell asleep, I left only a note. My dear slowboat man, I can't explain why I'm leaving, but I'm sure you suspect. Our marriage, our time together, will always be the most important time of my life. I love you. Always. I moved quickly, silently, in an untraceable fashion to the East Coast. I know my leaving him must have felt sudden and without reason. I know he spent vast sums of money looking for me, but he never found me. Less than a year later, seeing his face, hearing his voice, his laugh everywhere, I had to return to San Francisco. I used a new name. And I watched him from afar. Like me, he never remarried. Many nights he would walk the streets of the city, alone. Lost in thought. Almost smiling. Almost content. I paced him, watching him, protecting him from mortal criminals and others of my kind.
3: Looks like a live one. Mm. Mine or
1: yours? Mine. Leave them alone, boys. For good.
0: Sorry, hon. Didn't mean to poach.
1: I imagined that he knew I was watching him. Pacing him. Walking with him. Protecting him. I pretended that knowing I was there made him happy. Many nights I even thought of actually showing myself to him. Holding him again. Beautiful? But I never did. I never had the courage. I miss you. time in his life like I regret missing the years before I met him but on both I had no choice or I felt I had no choice since I left him I never found another to be my husband I never tried I was with him for a long time before he opened his eyes. I was so afraid his gaze would turn to anger. His voice pushed me away. But instead he smiled. And the smile took my breath away.
3: Beautiful evening, isn't it?
1: It is now. (laughs)
0: Easy Johnny Easy
3: You're as beautiful as I remembered I missed you
1: I missed you too
3: I'm glad you came
1: So am I
3: you stay with me for a few minutes. I'd like that.
1: I can stay. Good.
0: Don't push. We have time.
1: I knew that was a lie. I had left him all those years ago, doing what I thought was right. But this time he would be leaving, and he also had no choice.
3: I was hoping you were more than a dream.
1: No, slowboat man, you aren't dreaming.
3: <laughs> Give it old man a kiss, beautiful.
1: I feared he would hate me after I left him without warning. I had feared that when I came to visit him, he would ask the questions about how I had stayed so young, questions that I had always been so afraid to answer. I had feared most of all that he would send me away.
3: I'm glad you decided to come and say goodbye. I was hoping you would...
1: You know, I wanted
3: to. Don't. You did what you had to do.
1: Until that moment, I never realized he knew. And I didn't know how he had learned either. Or when. In the more than hundred years I had been alive, I had never felt or seen a love so complete and total as his love for me. I should have believed in it. In us for more than 30 years my fear and my fear alone kept us apart
3: now say goodbye properly then be on your way I overheard the doctor telling one of the nurses that I might not make it through the night and I don't want you here when I leave might not be a pretty sight. Johnny. Beautiful, don't argue, I.
0: (laughs) Easy, Johnny. Easy.
3: I loved it when you used to do that to me. I always thought it was one of your nicer gifts to me. even though I never understood just how or what you did. It's all right, beautiful. I was
0: so worried. I know.
3: Now be on your way. The nurse will be here shortly. And I have a long journey to make to the next world. I'm ready to go, you know. I'm actually looking forward to it. You would, too, if you had an old body like mine.
0: Oh, Johnny.
3: It's all right, beautiful.
1: Goodbye, my beautiful wife. I knew I had to leave immediately. Because if I didn't, I never would. But this time I wasn't running away. Beautiful. Yes, Johnny. I'm sorry I couldn't slow
3: the boat down this time
1: all right. No matter how long or how short the lifetime, sometimes once is enough. Sleep well.